It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Welcome back, folks. Let's talk about a rioting bill in the legislature, Birmingham homicides involving teen victims and pro football. My name's Ike Morgan, and we are down in Alabama. The Alabama state legislature rolls into a new week with debate expected on a bill that calls for mandatory time behind bars for those arrested for rioting reports AL.com's Mike Kasin. Bill sponsor Alan Treadaway, a Morris Republican, retired last year as Birmingham Assistant Police Chief. Now, you recall that in the summer of 2020, with nationwide rallies following the death of George Floyd, violence accompanied the protests in many cases, some in Alabama, notably following demands to remove a Confederate veterans memorial in Birmingham, when vandalism and assaults took place in the city, including on some of our AL.com journalists. And in Huntsville, law enforcement has taken criticism for its aggressive efforts a couple nights later, including the use of tear gas to thwart unrest there. Treadaway said the purpose of his bill is to counteract organized and funded efforts to turn protests into riots. That is, alleged efforts to bring people in from out of town or even outside Alabama to stir up trouble, and the planning of sledgehammers and gas cans and other riot equipment before protests even take place. Now, the bill redefines what a criminal riot is. Currently, it reads that a person commits the crime of riot if, with five or more other persons, he wrongfully engages in tumultuous and violent conduct and thereby intentionally or recklessly causes or creates a grave risk of public terror or alarm. If this new bill becomes a law then a riot would be defined as the assemblage of five or more persons engaging in conduct which creates an immediate danger of and or results in damage to property or injury to persons. Now, Representative Chris England, a Tuscaloosa Democrat, claims that gives police too much leeway to arrest people they just assume are dangerous. Opponents are also saying the bill represses First Amendment rights because people might worry that they'd end up in jail simply for protesting. A troubling start to the year in Birmingham area crime has continued with now eight teenagers dead from gun violence since January 1st, reports AL.com's Carol Robinson. At least six of the eight were enrolled in high schools at the time of their deaths. Most recently, on Sunday night, two 16-year-olds, minor high school students Jeremiah Collier and Todd Lorenzo Johnson Jr. were shot and killed. They were believed to be in a car with at least one other teenager who showed up at a hospital with a gunshot wound of his own. A witness said he heard a single shot, and then the car the teens were in crashed into a house. After that, according to the witness, 
More shots were fired, and the witness saw what appeared to be three young males running away from the vehicle. Acting Birmingham Police Chief Scott Thurman, quote, We are 100% fed up. We're tired of seeing it. We're tired of going to these scenes. We're tired of seeing families ripped apart by the violence. It's got to stop. The USFL will be holding its first player draft of its new incarnation today and tomorrow. Now that's the league that includes the Birmingham Stallions and will play its inaugural season in a bubble format in Birmingham, Alabama. You know, there's always the big debate over whether pro football can make a go of it in Alabama where college football is the really proven consistent draw. One advantage of the USFL for this first season with the bubble format, is that it's sort of a made-for-TV season. But after that, it doesn't appear that it'll be without competition during the spring. AL.com's Mark and Abinett reports that yesterday, the XFL announced that it was partnering with the NFL for its next comeback in 2023. Dwayne Johnson, you know The Rock, was in the ownership group that bought the XFL from WWE CEO Vince McMahon after it folded during the pandemic. The Rock and company paid $15 million for the XFL. Now, in releasing a video to announce the collaboration with the NFL, The Rock said the idea is to grow and advance the game of football and that they'll be looking to create opportunities for player development. He also may or may not be the first professional league owner to make a public announcement wearing a tank top. Thank y'all so much for listening. I'd wear a tank top too. Hold the mic in a tight flex. We'll be back here again tomorrow. Till then, stop by and see us anytime you want to. We're on the internet at al.com. Thank you.